I think in startups, like a lot, you could, you could play offense or you could play defense, right? Like you could be always staying back or like, you know, but for us, we've just chosen to play offense and we're just like going forward. We're just like forward motion, momentum, don't stop. And I, another big thing, like you mentioned the Forbes article, I envisioned the Forbes article happening like four years before it did. Chris and I would always be like, we're going to be in Forbes. We're going to be in Forbes. It was never like maybe it was like, it's just a matter of when. And I think going back to sports, when, when you're an athlete and athletes at at the high levels, they'll tell you this too. A lot of times they're envisioning like where they're throwing that ball. Like they're seeing that happen. And often you're listening to empowered podcast with Patrick McGuire, as he has empowered conversations with great people doing great things and helping others. Join us at empoweredpodcast.ca. Hey friends, it's Patrick McGuire here with Empowered Podcast. I'm about to have another empowered conversation. And for those that are wondering, yes, this is live stream number three of three today, but we had a couple meetings in between and Shannon's been busy running around and so have I for different reasons, different businesses, uh, both in the sports tech world, of course. So that's super cool. But I just want to remind everybody, I'm Patrick McGuire with Empowered Podcast, where I have empowered conversations with great people doing great things and helping others. And in this case, we're going to talk about fan saves. Helping others is like the charity stuff they do, but actually helping you and me, the fans, get a little <coughs> awards, a little uh, results. So these are things that we're going to talk about more. Um, before I get started, of course, uh, Shannon, thank you so much for joining. I really appreciate it. I know you're busy and I had some tech issues on my end to get started. Uh, thank you for bearing with me. <laughs> oh my goodness. Two seconds. I'm apparently having a cough attack. So give me no worries. Let me introduce Shannon while she gets a good glass of water there. So Shannon is the co-founder and CEO of Fan Saves. She's a sponsor marketing professional and TV podcast host uh, and blogger. And, you know, I'd list her many, many awards and accomplishments. But uh, honestly, that'd be a whole podcast in its own. Shannon's also got a great partner, Chris McCarthy. He is Shannon's partner in many ways, more than just in business, which is super cool. And he's the co-founder and COO at Fan Saves. Uh, Chris is a sports sponsorship professional and co-host of the Living the Startup podcast. So Chris and I will have another conversation later on. But Shannon, you're back. How you doing? If someone just tuned in, I was thinking they might think I was crying, but I'm not. I'm not crying, but I could be crying tears of happiness. I was going to say joy. You guys are killing it. <laughs> I, I'm sorry about that. I don't know what happened, uh, but you know, live podcasting, right? So, yeah, absolutely. Surprise. Live stream is, I love where it's at. I mean, it's raw, it's real. It's what I like about raw empowered conversations. It's like, well, so what I coughed, whatever. Uh, <laughs> we all do get sick and it doesn't mean we got COVID, right? <laughs> no. Oh my goodness. And I'm not, the crazy thing is I'm not sick. I, I, I think I was just so excited to be here. Yes. <laughs> that's a win for me. <laughs> That's super cool. Well, uh, Shannon, I mean, I'm going to give the corporate plug here for you. I'm going to toot your horn and get you to fix me afterwards. But uh, let me just try to take a stab at it. This is what I put together. Fan Saves is a digital platform helping teams and organizations increase sponsorship sales and fan engagement. They're currently working with over 40 organizations across North America featuring discounts and deals from 500 national and local brands. 
Shannon, I think I got it right, but maybe you can uh, fix me or explain it to the empowered community a little better way. Well, the cool thing is at one point we were at 500. We actually just passed 600 businesses and deals, but yeah, like it's crazy how fast things are happening. So don't worry. I can't even keep up, but um, you hit the nail on the head. You can think of it really as a platform that connects um, teams their sponsors and their fans through discounts and deals that are offered by the partners and really out there there's no cohesive platform that is bringing together all of these teams partners in one place where you can just see all their those partner deals and redeem them at the same place so that's what we're doing i almost find that shocking like that there's nobody else doing this and you know, it's a good thing, obviously, because Fan Saves is crushing it. And I think you and Chris are the right power couple to uh, to make that happen. Um, I love what Fan Saves is doing. I mean, you're really you're delivering value to, to everybody in your ecosystem, if you will. Um, it's just cool. It's just really cool. That's what I would say. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fun. And I mean, to be able to work in in sports and in sports tech is just like a dream come true. You know, Chris and I both grew up playing competitive hockey. I played a bunch of other competitive sports as well, but hockey was my main one and then worked in sports. And Chris and I met when we were actually like working and managing the sales and marketing for two minor pro hockey teams. Uh, And, you know, part of our job was selling sponsorship and we solved a problem that we were running into. So the fact that now we run a business where we just get to work in sports and talk to sports teams all day long, it like, there's no other way to describe it besides a dream come true. Yeah, that's awesome. And and truthfully, Shannon, I'm a little bit jealous because Roster Logics <laughs> is doing it. We're growing. It's a slow growth and we're in the sports tech world providing a solution for the parents and players, coaches, and the administrators. So it is a slow thing, but watching fan saves, the way you guys are just, it's explosive growth. And it's more or less from what I can see that Companies are almost clamoring and begging and sprinting to work with you as soon as they find out about you. Would I be right in that assumption? It's really cool because we are starting to get, you know, teams reaching out to us. But, you know, a, a couple of years ago, it was like once in a while. And now literally today, there are three different teams and three different sports that reached out to us. And we're like literally looking at each other going, oh, my God, this is what we've been working towards. And literally, like I... I believe so much in like manifesting things and manifestation. And I'm like, we like literally dreamed of this into reality and worked really hard to make it, uh, to make it our reality. But it's cool. Like we've worked really hard to build our brand through COVID. It would have been very easy to like roll over and die, but we said, no, we're going to keep going and we're going to, you know, get our name out there. And I think, you know, our biggest, the biggest thing about fan saves and about Chris and I is that we're super resilient and we're yeah. all about perseverance. So we just like, we're super gritty. We don't often, we'll take no for an answer, but we're like, we'll put you in the back pocket because you're going to change your mind one day. <laughs> yeah. I actually had a call, a session, live stream and a podcast that we're going to release later on earlier today. And, and, you know, it was really cool the way that she put it, which was, you know, the, entrepreneurs are the athletes of the business world. And, you know, she also wrote a really cool book. I just took it out of the studio here and just put it back up in the office. But um, Life is a Sport is the book that she wrote. 
And she talks about the good, the bad, and the ugly. And in the end, as we're going through this, she goes, COVID is, it was a struggle. They just built a massive facility uh, in the Bruce Peninsula. 70, and we both know that because we're kind of Toronto slash, you know, your Ottawa area now, but uh, we know the areas and it's 75 acres and they opened up just before lockdowns. So she said, going through all that, she's now gritty AF. Those are the terms she used. <laughs> um, so it's really cool that you guys have just persevered. You've hammered it, you pushed it. And, and, you know, I think the foundations you guys put in and, and the sports you've done in your life, you became uber competitive and said, let's go. It's just a business. It's just a blip. It's just a body check. It's just a whatever. I can get through this. And uh, it's it's just a, a little delay. It's not a stoppage. So I love that. Would you agree that you got to be gritty? Always, yeah. Like we have always, always said exactly what you said. We, we, you know, always are so grateful that we were both brought up playing competitive sports because there are so many parallels to entrepreneurism, like entrepreneurial entrepreneurship. <laughs> um, and like, there are just so many parallels because, you know, when you're playing hockey and you get knocked down, you're not just going to be like, Oh, I'm going to stand down unless you're like ACL yeah. is, you know, torn. Uh, but there, there's hurt then, and there's injured, and, right? It's like, are you hurt yeah. or are you injured? I can't remember what movie that came from, but what's the difference coach? If you're hurt, you get up and play. If you're injured, your leg's broken, you can't walk, and you got to (laughs) quit. It's so true. And I've talked about this, like, uh, I've talked about this often and with Chris and I, and in my, you know, I I was in grade 10 when it started, but by grade 12, um, I had a really bad Achilles tendon injury. And basically, my physiotherapist said, if you keep playing your, your Achilles is going to rip and you might want to know that like, this is what happens. It's going to go up your leg. And basically my last like two months of hockey, I, um, I like, I missed, I missed. And I, I, I was able to come back for probably the last like three weeks. Um, and it was that, but I say that because I could have just said, oh, I'm not going to like, you know, rehab. I'm not going to get better. But I did. And just little things like that are so like so apparent in our business where it's like, OK, I'm I'm not giving up. I got to get back in the game. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad that sports have come up because it's something that we're all into these days. And, you know, you guys grew up in it. I grew up in it. And it's really shaped who myself and a lot of my friends are. Uh, but they come on to be executives and entrepreneurs and business owners. Going back to that, I wanted to know a little bit about, you know, your background, kind of share with people so they get an understanding of, you know, fan saves didn't just show up. It just didn't like pop out of nowhere. Going back to like the early days growing up, where were you? What was it like? What type of person or athlete or student were you? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, So I grew up, I was born in Montreal. I lived there till I was about nine. Um, I'm an only child and I have a single mom. I had a single mom growing up and, you know, she taught me so much. She was an entrepreneur herself. She owned her own business and she actually owned a business in international freight forwarding. So she was often the only woman in, in a room. Uh, yeah. And (laughs) so I learned a lot about that from her and, you know, just grew up. Like I remember typing on her typewriter or her her old like MS DOS computer (laughs) and filing papers in her office and, you know, just color coding things. So I think like entrepreneurship was kind of, you know, 
built into me in that sense. But I remember never like wanting to be an entrepreneur, even though there were things I tell this story in high school. Um, in like grade nine, I was one of the only people that had a burner. I don't know if I'm aging myself, but you know, to burn CDs. And basically what I would do is people would give me their lists and I would burn them CDs and they would give me $5 and I would give them their CDs and, um, like pretty entrepreneurial of me. Uh, and I remember even there was an announcement one day on the, the like PA system. And they're like, you know what? Like people can't be selling, you know, CDs anymore. And everyone looked at me cause I was the only one that was selling them. So I had to do it like black market. Like it was like, give me your list. And it was pretty funny. So definitely had that entrepreneurial spirit, but I went to university. Um, I went to Laurier in, in Waterloo and, um, didn't, just didn't really want to be an entrepreneur because I saw my mom, like she worked so hard and I always just, she, but she was afforded the the opportunity to come to all my hockey games and things like that. But when I thought of entrepreneurship, I thought of international freight forwarding and customs. And for me, that never interested me. So um, yeah, anyway, I went to university, uh, did a postgrad in broadcast journalism, graduated like right smack dab in the middle of the recession couldn't really get a job in my field and ended up in sports marketing, which was a blessing. Um, worked at a sports book, worked at an online sports book. And what actually happened in my life for, for fan saves to happen uh, in 2015, my mom actually passed away and it mm. like ruined my world. Like my life just shattered. And I ended up coming back to Cornwall where, where I ended up growing up after Montreal and it was here that I started my first business, a marketing business. Um, and it was that marketing business that I was that I took on that hockey team and met Chris through. So a lot of things had to go wrong for fan saves to happen. But um, I'm at the point now where I look at it and I'm very like grateful for my strength and the opportunity that was kind of placed in front of me. And was that Rioche? Was that the one you were talking about that you started up? So Royce, Royce so uh, my grandmother's name uh, was Rhoda and she passed away a couple of years before my mom and she was a big part of my life. And then my mom's name was Alice. So I put their names together and started my first business. So Royce, it like rhymes with choice. And uh, yeah, that was my first marketing business. Awesome. I mean, you've done a bunch of stuff. I mean, the Love Hawk and you've been part of Kojiko doing the the local talk show. Uh, you were a host for Community Matters, which is pretty cool. They do that pretty much every city they're in, which is awesome. Um, but getting to fan saves, of course, you know, can you, and, and I do want to bug you a little more about other stuff, but can you tell me that moment that you and Chris said, oh, that's fan saves and we should do that. What was it that sparked that crazy idea that said you could maybe even pull it off? Yeah, I remember I, I went into Menchie's, I was selling them sponsorship and um, the girl was, she was really nice, the woman, uh, the owner, and she said, she's like, Shannon, I, it's not that I don't want to sponsor, but I've sponsored, sponsored the junior A team in town for, for years in the past. And we put like a coupon in the game day program. Okay. And to be honest, I never got any back. And like, even if I had, I wouldn't even know who was bringing it back in. So I don't really see my return on investment and I don't, so I don't really like want to sponsor this federal hockey league team, this FHL team. And I was bummed because I really thought I was going to close out. We were working on commission, right? So mm. um, <laughs> like, and Chris had run into some similar problems as well. 
And I remember one day, you know, we just said, oh, like, you know, we should create an app for the team. It started like the, the, the nationals were like, let's maybe we should make an app for the team and we can put like deals from our sponsors on it. So he, he was working another job in the summer landscaping and he left for the day and he came back and I had like found this free app maker on like Googled it. And I made I like it. an app, like prototype. And I was like, I made an app today. And it was a team app, but it had a tab that was called fan and there was a space and then there was save and it was plural not not sorry not plural it was fan save and it had like these little deals so we started bringing that around to the to sell sponsorship and businesses were like yeah i'd do that that's cool like yeah that makes sense so we were using this like (laughs) prototype and then finally we're like i'm like hey we because i had worked in digital marketing i said i'm gonna buy the domain we have to buy the dot com that's like the first thing that we need to do. So when I typed in fansave.com, that was taken. So we added the S, made it um, made it plural. It was uh, available. And from there, just kind of started, kept validating and uh, kind of snowballed to where we are now. That's awesome. I mean, coming from just that weird little idea, like solving somebody else's problem, which was the ROI factor. And we talk about ROI all the time in business. Uh, but you know, for investors and other reasons, but, but the ROI, it applies to everybody, whether it's the fan who's trying to save a buck or two, or whether they're getting extra value out of a ticket, cause they can scan a QR, download your app or something like that, and then go save money at whatever local shop that's promoting or the shop owner that's saying like you heard, Hey lady, I, I don't even think I want to sponsor with these guys. Cause you know what, Shannon, I don't know what the ROI is. So you gave them a great little ROI with a very quick, simple thing. And I love the fact that, and one of the things that a lot of people that I talk to, we say doers do, entrepreneurs do. And you went out and you were a doer and poor Chris had no idea what the heck he was getting himself into while he was doing some <laughs> landscape. Well, the, the cool thing about Chris and I, like, cause we had talked about it and you know, we were like, okay, that seems cool. And Chris and I always, we kind of explain ourselves in the sense where I'm kind of like with fan saves, like the engine, like I, you know, keep things going, but Chris is like the gasoline. So Chris, I can't move without Chris. Sometimes like he's the fire, he's the gasoline. He, he helps things really get going. Cause for me, sometimes I, I'm, you know, one of my biggest flaws is I get caught in the detail. Like it, it's something I'm always working on. And, you know, uh, Chris is like, let's move fast. Let's go. Let's go. Like, he's always thinking like five steps ahead. Um, so it's, it's really the perfect analogy for us because, you know, if both of us were like the gasoline or both of us were the engine, nothing would really work, but we really complement each other. Well, that's fantastic. And, and I do believe it in folks. I've had great conversations with Chris, uh, some, some LinkedIn text messages and, and also just got on the phone and started talking about stuff. Um, I think we actually said we we're going to have a discovery call for both of our podcasts. We ended up just rambling. A uh, great guy. And, and I could see that, that he's probably much like myself. Okay. Here's a plan. Here's laid it out. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. Let's go. Um, but I also like the way you, the analogy you gave was he's the gas, right? I mean, the engine doesn't go. And I was originally thinking that you're the energizer bunny. Cause I see you everywhere and, uh, all over LinkedIn and, and everywhere. And, and you're getting a ton of awards and recognition and accolades and, you know, but we need that team behind us to keep us fueled, whether it's food or real gas, or just a little bit of a hoorah, kicking the butt sometimes. 
Um, so it's amazing that you guys got that partnership there. And, and folks, let me make it really clear here. Again, they are partners in business. And oftentimes they say we're life partners and they support each other in everything. And I think that's just so awesome. Um, so tell me a little bit about that, a little bit of the house life, the, the Chris life, the Chris and Shannon, not the fan saves. <laughs> we feel really lucky, um, you know, to be, it's so funny at this age because, you know, we decided let's, let's say we're life partners because when you say like, oh, that's my boyfriend, like that, you know, we're, we're so much more than that. And everyone's like, now we're at the point it's been like over five years and everyone's like, why are you getting married? And we're like, we have signed more important papers than like a marriage. <laughs> like in by all intents and purposes, we are 100% married. There are yeah. sometimes when we're just like, yes, like that's my husband. That's my wife. Like, you know, so um, why are they rolling their but, eyes? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And you know, we have to also like, it's funny because sometimes even on like investor calls or certain calls, sometimes we don't even mention it because sometimes there's that preconceived notion. And yeah. for us, we always say we work and our business works because we genuinely like each other. Like we know that we just, we energize each other. And like you said, I mean, I do have a lot of energy and there's days when no. you know, I have a ton of energy. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm pretty low energy. Can you tell? Um, but yeah, there's, there's days when, you know, I'm up here and Chris is down here and I pull him up. And then there's days he's here and I'm down here and he pulls me up. So Agreed. we're able to do that. And we often look at each other and we're like, imagine if we didn't have each other, like, or imagine if we lived in like different households, there's so oh, many yeah. times, like, like 10 o'clock at night where we get like an idea and we're like, Oh my God. Okay. Let's like get to work. And we're so pumped. It's not really work because we love it. So yeah. we just feel very grateful. And we, we've always said we have like the same mind, like ever since we first met, we were fin <laughs> finishing each other's sentences, like 30 seconds after we met. So wow. it's, it's nice. <laughs> It is great. And and I would tell you like, same at my house. I mean, my wife knows everything I'm doing. She doesn't know all the details. I, I know that her head, she's rolling her eyes sometimes, but she doesn't do it in front of me because she loves me and it's wonderful. And I love her very much. But sometimes she's like, you just got to go get it done. Like you keep talking about that. So go do it. Okay, great. Well, you said you were going to do this, this and that to make that happen. I'm like, Yes, dear. And sometimes I'm just like, oh, leave me alone. I know I said I was going to do that. It's my fault. I said it. But sometimes you're right. You need that little bump, that little boost, uh, the kick in the pants sometimes too, uh, which I probably need more kicks in the pants than you and Chris do. But I, I do love it because I also come from the VC world. Uh, I've, I've been around. I am a serial entrepreneur like yourself, HR tech, FinTech and sports tech and a little bit of other stuff too, but you know, I'm also on the altitude accelerator board of directors and advisors. So, you know, I see that and I see some investors kind of go, Oh, they're together. Oh, was it his idea or her idea? And are they really in this for the future or are they just in it for the money so they can go find an Island somewhere? So <laughs> I know what you mean by that. And, and I personally would never look at it that way because it's about how strong is that team? It doesn't matter if they're in the same house or not. What if I put 30 amazing people on a roster and threw them in a, into a, you know, a hotel room together? Oh, right. They did that. They're called Super Bowl champions. Um, <laughs> you know, so I, I like that you guys are, you know, together in business and you know how to navigate the waters. I think that's pretty awesome. Um, and the, 
like the thing that a lot of like, um, you know, if, if people don't hear our whole story, it's like, we were working together. We've, we began our relationship working together and then eventually started dating. So it's not like we were dating and then decided to like work together. Like from the moment we went we met, we were working together. So I think that gives us a little bit of like the upper hand. And we always say it's an unfair advantage to anyone else because we literally just get to always talk about our business. And, you know, some, sometimes people are like, well, you know, give me an example of where it's worked. And we're like, the co-founders of Eventbrite are dating Clearco, Michelle and her and her partner yes. are together. So it's like, it works if you just give it a chance and you have the right pair to do it so we're very confident it's yeah. never been like any kind of issue for us yeah i think of one that i listen to a lot and i'm sure you and chris maybe have come across it but john lee dumas uh him and his wife are both in the podcast world they do their thing and it's an entrepreneur's podcast but they also have offshoots and they do it together they do a history tour and uh kate and him are together and they crush it and you know it doesn't matter where you are or who you're with as long as you're both in the same page in business you can make it happen. So I'm really excited for that. Now, I'm going to just sort of bring something up because we got connected through our, our relationship with Hype Sports Innovation and, and and you don't know it, but we met. Well, I mean, we didn't meet, but I knew who you were thanks to our <laughs> our friendly competition in the Hype Sports Innovation ecosystem. And for anyone that doesn't know what the heck I'm talking about, uh, we're both part of Hype SI or Hype Sports Innovation in a GVA2, sort of an incubator accelerator style setup, Shannon and Fan Saves and myself with Roster Logics. And and now we're actually going to be part of the uh, Hype Global Sports Tech Summit. It's a virtual event for companies, brands, customers, investors to come together. That's happening for us on February 22nd, 2022. And if you believe in numbers, that's 0222. I don't know what that means, but someone tells me that's an important numerology thing. Um, but I mean, what I love Shannon, I'm going to say this bluntly, cause I'm a little bit, you know, uh, jealous and, and excited too, but anyways, Shannon and fan saves or Shannon representing fan saves was always ready to present. And she presented like solid. And I was like, that's awesome. Like that's, that's a boss girl right there. And in fact, she hosted a session for hype and, uh, because we both go through different cycles with them, I think. Shannon, unofficially, you're kind of like the poster girl for sports tech and hype. Maybe not. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> if you think that, I'll take it. That's so yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. You should I take love it. when they reach out. Yeah. And, <laughs> and me, well, she didn't know who the heck I was, but I was that guy with Roster Logics. I was always the one to like jump up and offer to present and speak out because I'm like that. I like to talk. I've kissed the Blarney, but I live in Canada. I'm, I am Irish, Maguire. <laughs> um, I'm Irish too. <laughs> it's a great way to go. And, and, you know, it was just awesome. And that's where I first got introduced to fan saves and I love the concept. And then I go, oh, they're Canadian. Oh my goodness. Um, that's super awesome. So I love seeing it. And I'm glad, Shannon, that you were able to tell us a little bit of backstory of, of you growing up, possibly being injured or finished officially. And um, thank you for sharing, you know, your your family story, of course. That's important. Having a mom that uh, inspires you and even though you didn't want to follow in her footsteps, you have and you're, you're crushing it. I want to share a little bit about like your crazy awards and, and just just. Give me a quick list of what's going on now, because every time I open up LinkedIn, and this is a LinkedIn live stream, which we're saving for the podcast to be released in a, about a week or two, um, 
give me that because I open it up and there's a new award, a new nomination, a new, tell me what the heck, give me some lists or, or just drop some bombs about fan saves in you these days. Yeah. And I, I'm gonna, I'm going to do that, but I want to go back <laughs> to Chris because like I oftentimes, you know, I'm like, Oh, does anyone really like, you know, want to hear from me. And I've, I've had to get past this because, and especially I think women, sometimes we're like, oh, we don't want to sound braggy. We don't want to sound like, oh my God, I just put something else out. And Chris has been so amazing. He's like the LinkedIn guru. And he's like, you need to post that. You need, we need yeah. rolling thunder. And like, you need to share the good news. And it's, even if it's just for, you know, a couple of people, sometimes I'm like, does anyone even see this? And then every time I talk to someone, they're like, oh yeah, every time I oh. open LinkedIn and I'm like, I hope it's not too annoying. But I need a Chris on my squad just to just post everything that we do because I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that guy. I want to share your story. I want to talk to other people about their stories. I don't want to talk about mine, but we are doing great things. <laughs> It's so wild because like we, we have a, a marketing manager now and Chris like ingrained in him like LinkedIn and, and he's been yeah. really awesome. Shout out to Benji. And, you know, oftentimes like I'll post on my own, like my own LinkedIn um, and Benji is like, okay, well, what are we posting today? And then we're like, we have so much to post. I mean, only want to post like once a day usually. So right. oftentimes it's like, okay, I'm going to move this to here. And I'm gonna move this. it's literally like wow. Tetris. Uh, but, um, yeah, to go back to your question, uh, I mean, I think the, the most, like the biggest award that I think we were like really honored to get was back at the end of 2021, uh, was the best Ottawa business award for best leaders for diversity, yeah, equity, and inclusion. That one was so cool. Um, it, it really like, it means so much because that is such a, um, like a big part of our business, especially like, you know, being a woman in sports tech, um, but also just having a very diverse team, uh, to be noticed for that and recognized yes. was really cool. So that was a good thing. And yeah, I don't know. It's nice to be like recognized. I do want to say though, like there have been a lot of pitch competitions. We haven't won. There's been a lot of nominees. <laughs> we haven't gotten a lot of awards. We haven't won. So yes. when people see yes. now they're like, oh yeah, you're winning and you're getting nominated. It's like, because we were going back to the beginning, because we were persistent, we are persistent, we keep applying, we keep putting our name in the, in the hat. So, you know, some people think, oh, that's just like luck, you know, but it's like, we just don't give up. Like, we're going to keep scratching at your door until you hear us. Absolutely. Uh, so I would probably just for relevance and timing, you guys were Cincinnati Bengals. You know, you lost, you lost, you lost, you lost, you lost. Oh my goodness, you kept losing. And and then you start winning a little bit. And then you start learning and winning some more. And look where they ended up. I mean. Yeah. And look, Joe Burrow is going to win a Super Bowl. That guy is yeah, like yeah. 25 years old. Like, oh. so fan saves. Yeah, we're like the Bengals. We're going to get a Super Bowl. And uh, like, imagine no, no wins, no Super Bowl wins in franchise history. Like, come on. <laughs> it's painful, but they persevered. Oh my God. I was rooting for the Bengals. I also like, I'm an underdog I, lover. I like so I was Stafford. too. <laughs> I like that. I like Matt Stafford. Like I'm a big Niners fan, but I've always really liked Matt Stafford. So I was very happy for him. He was the reason where I was like, if the Rams win, they're at home and Matt Stafford is awesome. So yeah. Happy for him. Would have loved to see the Bengals win. I'm still a little 
hurt that the Rams beat my Niners in the championship in the uh, NFC, but stings a little, you know. So, <laughs> but but that's okay because. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm a Raiders and a Steelers. Those are my number one and two. And Ooh. it's been a really long time. So uh, it's painful at times too. <laughs> well, my Niners, like we've got to the Super Bowl, but they always break my heart in the past like decade, anytime they get to the Super Bowl. So yep. even this, like the loss to the Rams was I was sad for a week. So yes, they're, they're my team. <laughs> All right. So now we know Shannon's a little bit of a diehard and she's right into it. And if you beat her 49ers, she'll be a little upset. Um, but oh, I'll be <laughs> <laughs> switching back to some wins. I mean, Shannon, just recently you got a, a, an article published, a feature, if you will, um, with Forbes, like how this woman grew her sports tech startup. And we both know that it's it's not just you, but it's Chris as well. And I'm going to have Chris on here. He promised me he'd come for another session later on another time. And I'm going to hop on with his. But but we know it's you've got a great team behind you. Like you, in this case, might be Burroughs. And the team makes a difference. So um, kudos to the article with Forbes. That's awesome. And, and I'm just calling it out because I want people to know that this girl is a beast or I had my call a session earlier with Brian J. Esposito and it's, it's Bapes and politely it's business apes. And that's what they're all about. And they're in the NFT world and they're in a lot of other things, but you know, someone that works as hard as they do and they don't give up, I think of like a silverback. And that's why I like the Bapes reference that they're using is uh, they just hammer through and they, they blast through the bushes and do whatever they got to do to make sure when they get out the other end, there's some sort of success, some sort of win, some sort of award or reward. And in this case, it's leading the whole team. You're taking the brunt of it so that the fan saves team can celebrate at the finish line. And, and it's just really exciting. And I love, I love, and I want to hear more and I want to see more, especially for women in sports tech, but women in tech in general, being the leaders, being the bosses, being the business apes. Uh, that's what I really would love to see. And I think it's great that you are shouting out. I'm glad Benji's in your back corner, getting more out there. I'm glad Chris is over here and he's saying, post it, post it, post it. So um, I love that they're doing that. We're so lucky. Like when you talk about a team, we're up to a team of 11 now. And it's like, for me, it's just, it's such a blessing to say, oh my God, like we came from just Chris and I in a living room thinking of like fan saves, like the story I told you to now, you know, having people like fancies as part of their lives, people yes. wake up and love like what they do. And, you know, for me, it's, it is just very humbling. And it like, it is, it is like a football team, right? Cause everyone's doing their own thing, but everyone is coming together to like, you know, charge forward um, if you're on the O-line. Um, so, you know, we're just, we're going, or yeah, like we're going, there is, I think in startups, like a lot, you could, you play offense or you could play defense, right? Like you could be always staying back or like, you know, but for us, we've just chosen to play offense and we're just like going forward. We're just like forward motion, momentum, don't stop. And I, another big thing, like you mentioned the Forbes article, I envisioned the Forbes article happening like four years before it did. Chris and I would always be like, we're going to be in Forbes. We're going to be in Forbes. Wow. It was never like, maybe it was like, it's just a matter of when. And I think going back to sports, when, when you're an athlete and athletes at at the high levels, they'll tell you this too. A lot of times they're envisioning like where they're throwing that ball. Like they're seeing that happen. And oftentimes like swimmers, for example, they will swim in their, like in their mind. And there's correlation that, that 
whether they're in their mind or doing it in, in real life, there's no difference. Like your mind yeah. doesn't know the difference. And it, and entrepreneurship is a sport. <laughs> and like, you have to be envisioning those big, big things. And Forbes was one of those. And when it happened, I was like, manifest it, check it off. <laughs> I think that's fantastic. And, uh, you know, it's, it's something that I, I like to say is going back to my HR tech days, I, I listed five companies that we were going to sell to. And we got offers from four of them. And we sold to the number two one, which was Financial Force, which took on Financial Force HCM back then. But, you know, uh, it was just one of those things that you got to say, if we do all these things right and we continue to work hard and persevere, these things are possible. And, um, you know, it's the fact that it's possible, not impossible. Yes, it's going to be hard, but it is possible. Uh, so I really this, I love that you do like, it. I'm looking at this. This is like my vision board. I literally have a vision board that sits right on my desk and I look at it often during the day and I, those things are like starting to come true. So yes. people don't believe in that. It's cool, but I know that it works for us. So I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> just keep doing it. I agree. You just got to keep going. Um, just trying to think, I mean, what really made you and Chris think like this is kind of like one of those philosophical before you got the vision, the real full vision and the vision board, what made you guys think that you could crush it with fan saves? Um, well, I think it, like we never thought we couldn't <laughs> really. <laughs> we just, <laughs> we I think just, I can. I think I can. I think I can. <laughs> we were, we were literally just a kind of, it, it happened very organically and it kind of just grew organically. Wow. Like, you know, there's obviously like, I would be lying if I would say, oh yeah, it's all been perfect. And it's been so wonderful. Like it's been, there's been really hard times. There's been trials and tribulations and times when we could have easily given up like yeah. 100. I never want to give the impression that this is easy. It's, it's not. Um, and it's not for the faint of heart, but when when we started it, we we had we got a map, and it was just a map of Ontario. We put it up on the wall, and we bought these little stickers, like little round stickers from yep. the dollar store. We put them all. These are all the hockey teams, OHL, every uh, different league that we want to get. And that was just Ontario at that moment. We were just like, oh yeah, let's go after Ontario. You know, a lot of our growth has just been like, okay, now we're here. Oh, okay, let's go bigger. Let's go bigger. And then yes. now we're at the point where we're just like all right, let's just go all the way. <laughs> well, yeah. And you just recently spent some time down in Florida. You were, you know, from Tampa to Miami. And I got that picture that I'm going to actually, when we go to post the podcast, we're going to use the picture of you and Chris from Tropicana Field. Um, some pretty awesome stuff. Some big players are, are kind of taking you on. It's time to brag, Shannon. Name drop <laughs> a couple of those big players are taking you on. Well, one of the really cool things uh, has been like the Ottawa Senators. We've been working really hard towards a partnership with them uh, for for a little bit. And, um, you know, it's really cool when you're having these calls and you're building a relationship with multiple people in an or in a major league like NHL organization and they know yeah. who you are and they're like taking your calls and you're talking to them like buddies, you know, we went out for dinner in Arizona with the former SVP of the Sens and for us, like, it's just really cool to like be respected in the the like major league sports where Chris and I always had 
you know, even before we met each other, like, oh, it would be this idea of like, it would be amazing to work in major league sports. It would be awesome to work for the Sens. I'm a Leafs fan, so maybe for the Leafs, but. Uh, <laughs> Don't tell Chris I said that. So, um. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I will tell him that. <laughs> he needs to know. Um, so now, like, I think it's just really cool to have, you know, through hype when we had our calls with like the Minnesota Vikings and the Philadelphia mm-hmm. Phillies and the Vegas Golden Knights. That is those calls. Like no one sees those calls. We're not posting those on LinkedIn, but you get off those calls and you're just like, holy cow. Like this is crazy. Like these people know who we are. They're validating our idea. Like holy shirts and pants. What yep. is going on? <laughs> I, I love that. Um, and, and I'm just going to say my perfect weekend. I'm probably aligned with you on this one. Uh, my perfect weekend <laughs> is actually going to Vegas to watch the Leafs versus Vegas, the one time a year that it happens. And then ideally, if they'll, if everything aligned, the next day we go watch the Raiders. That's my perfect weekend that I'd love to see align. I don't need to gamble because I don't gamble. That. <laughs> you got to start envisioning that. Yeah, so if I <laughs> ever see that, what's that? I've never been to Vegas. Oh my. So we got to plan a, a trip like, Fan saves, roster logics. We'll meet up in Vegas. We'll run a little <laughs> podcast from one of the rooms. We'll get a, a room and a studio set up and we'll run some podcasts together and uh, get some players <laughs> in the door. It would be really amazing. I actually have a really good friend of mine and he's he, his mom's a diehard Leaf fan. He loves the Leafs too, but he goes to Vegas a lot. And he's just like, Patty, anytime you want to go, anytime you want to get it hooked up, you don't have to gamble because I will. He, he, he rolls pretty big. Um, he's like, I'll get us into the game. I'm like, what do the tickets cost? He goes, nothing. I'm like, well, Ange, if they ever line up, oh, I just dropped it. It's Angelo Pateri. Great guy. He He's actually a <laughs> massive Steelers fan, by the way. So he's angry at me because I have number two for Steelers and Raiders are number one. But <laughs> I said, if it ever lines up, we've got to figure out how to make it happen and get a crew of people to go. So I'll put you on that list and we'll have a hockey football weekend in Vegas. It's, it's pretty wild. Oh my God. Well, put me on the list for sure. I'll come with my little $20 bill. Anytime I go to a casino, I'm like terrified. I'm like, I'm going with $20 and we'll see what happens. And then when I'm out, all right, where's the bar? Yeah. You know, what's funny is, so I've done a lot of HR tech and FinTech. So I've been in Vegas a lot and, and honestly I've dropped one and, and I can say that I've, I've been there over a dozen times. Uh, I went nine years in a row for a couple of big events and uh, I've only dropped one quarter slot because I just don't gamble. Uh, I'd rather gamble in business because I know what I'm getting into and I can control the outcome, whether I succeed or fail, but then it's all on me. Um, but it's just... so funny. You'll love this story. So I got my start in sports marketing at an online sports book. Yeah, um, <laughs> so learned a ton about it. And you know, people are often like so confused when I'm like, oh, like, did you bet against the spread? And they're like, wait, you're a girl. You do. You, how do you know what a spread is? And I'm like, I know the so word. I back- can't tell you that I can guarantee I can execute. <laughs> but back. So I was working at this company when I was living back in Montreal and I, not part of work. I was part of a friend's football pool. Okay. And there were like four women in it, bunch of like men. And I ended up winning and I won $1,600 and because like I worked uh, not because I knew any odds. I wasn't, I wasn't even on the floor of the odds makers just because I was like, I watched sports all day long. It was my job. (laughs) And everyone was like, 
oh, she must have insider information. Like she couldn't just like wait. And I said, uh, yeah, I just won. And like you <laughs> lost to a girl. So here's my money. Give me like pay up. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, some might say though, even though you didn't have the bookie on the inside, you have an insider or unfair advantage being in the sports world, knowing kind of what's going on every day. But I think it's awesome. Oh, totally. And, and, and <laughs> but we're it, lucky. I love working in sports. Like oh. I, you know, it's for me, it's just such a, an amazing opportunity. Like I just feel very blessed to be doing something I love. I work up, I wake up every day and I love what I do. And I feel like if more people had that opportunity, the world would be a much better place. Absolutely. Well, we got a few big names that you dropped there. Um, what about the littler guys, the smaller associations and organizations? What type of groups do you work with as you come down scale or downstream? Who are you talking about? Who are you working with? Yeah, one of our like most fruitful partnerships has been, um, you know, working with teams in the ECHL. Um, oh, wow. Those teams are, you know, like double uh, double A minor pro hockey, and those, you know, Chris and I started in 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 single A minor pro, so we we really know those fans. We really know like what they want, and and those teams really are able to use fan saves and 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 benefit from it and then going up the ranks like getting um you know we have the Atlanta gladi- gladiators and then they're affiliated with the Belleville Senators in the AHL so we have them and then obviously with with our fingers crossed to get the sense we'd have the whole affiliation wow, which is amazing so cool. so, yeah so that's really cool and then the CEBL we have a couple of teams in the Canadian Elite Basketball League um we just got the Edmonton Stingers which is awesome they're like two-time champs. I just and saw that. I saw really the stingers good. on LinkedIn, of course. That's where I saw the post. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> so yeah, just, you know, for for us, it's really cool. Even when it comes to a league like the CEBL it, here in Canada, you know, growing into the States has been our biggest like priority right now because especially like with COVID in Canada, things have been yeah. closed. We've just had to kind of, you know, do deal that or deal with the hand that we were dealt and just like grow into the u.s but ideally like being able to support canadian teams businesses and help canadian fans like that's that's just really cool as well so uh just growing across north america has been amazing and talking to so many different like teams we're pitching to the florida panthers uh next next week um as part of uh one of their like pitch competition. So, um, yeah, it's literally sometimes like a whirlwind. Like I just have to pinch myself and I'm like, am I dreaming this? (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's two things I would say is, is one, if I ever decide that I want a regular job, I'm calling you first because I think doing what you're doing is awesome. You're working with great people in sports and you're selling them something that they actually need and want rather than trying to sell them something that they don't want. And then two is, um, (laughs) one of the sessions I had earlier today is with Stephanie Rudnick and she has elite basketball camps or elitecamps.com. But, uh, you know, she's got some great connections that perhaps somehow she get connected. Uh, she's well entrenched in the Toronto basketball programs. So it might be somebody to talk that's, to. That's insane that you mentioned her because we both just presented to Laurier sports business management group hey. on, on my birthday. So January 29th, she presented right before me. So we didn't really get to chat after, but oh, you got to get I connected. Heard, like, yeah, I heard the end of her story and I was like, this girl is a boss. Like oh, she yeah. sounds so awesome. So yeah, so funny that you mentioned that. Those are like 
for me, if someone's name comes up twice, like more than once, I'm always like, okay, we're going to talk. It's time. <laughs> yeah. So she, uh, she had a great conversation earlier today. Uh, they opened up a 75 acre camp. That's the one I said in the Bruce Peninsula. And, um, you know, it's like, I asked her like, what made you think you could take over basketball and dominate basketball in Toronto? And she's like, well, I just did it. Kind of like what you said. I didn't think that I couldn't do it. Um, it's true. Like just went after it. And then when she opened up that 75 acres, I mean, COVID kind of locked them down. It was kind of a challenging thing because Canada is sort of knee jerked. And the ones that suffered were, were the athletes. But what we forget is all those parents and all those businesses that support that ecosystem, they all got just wrecked and they're having a hard time getting ramped up and getting going. So I don't doubt that there's more Canadians as things open up again, they're going to need fan saves more than they admit. And, uh, you know, I, I really hope that uh, if you need anything from my network, of course, if there's anything I can do, make introductions, connections, whatever, happy to do it, uh, happy to make a promotion. Uh, personally, I'd love to see you guys more entrenched in the uh, the Burlington GTA hockey world. That's where my son is living his life right now. Um, but that's, that's it. That's a personal desire. And I should just let that go. <laughs> No. Oh my God. Like 100%. We're actually, when you were talking about, you know, kids and, and sports, one of our very early champions for fans was, was actually Brams United. So in Brampton, yeah. it's actually the biggest girls soccer league. And I believe it might be Ontario. It might be Canada, but they are amazing. The last one and I had was, I heard it was Canada, the biggest girls yeah. soccer in Canada. Yeah. And they're so wonderful and they've really believed in us since the very beginning. And so they're Brampton. We have Woodstock. Okay. Um, and like one of my roommates from university, uh, actually lives in Waterdown and I'm always uh, telling her like, yes, we're going to, yeah, we're going to get into Waterdown. So, or like that area. So very familiar with Burlington, yeah. Waterdown, going to Laurier. I feel like all my friends were from that area. Yeah. So, yeah. A lot of my buddies went to school there for yeah. sure. <laughs> Yeah. So don't worry. Like we are 100% coming for that area. And like my big goal is the Leafs, of course, if I, if, oh my it's not a matter of if, but it's we'll when. get them. Like again, it's one. <laughs> I love that attitude. That is can do attitude. And, um, you know, I don't want to eat up all your time. I know you got more stuff to do. You got, got family to take care of too, on top of business, <laughs> but, um, you know, if, just Chris, just Chris and our <laughs> rabbit. <laughs> yes, that thing is growing. Oh my goodness! Um, for anyone that doesn't know, I'm sure the rabbit will join us on the next podcast with Chris. Um, when he picked him up, I was just he's like, 20 pounds. "He's twenty pounds." Twenty pound yeah. rabbit, folks. <laughs> he will eat your cat. Uh, <laughs> but he's uh, a fan saves mascot. He also has a can do attitude. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, so. So people want to get in touch with you, I'm sure. People want to find out more about Fan Saves. What's the best way to find you, find Chris, find the Fan Saves team? Yeah, so um, you know, fansaves.com. They can check out what we do on our website. I uh, definitely like give us a follow, connect with us on LinkedIn. Um, I'm I'm also big on Instagram. So if anyone wants to follow me, I'm Shanford12. Um, and you know, our, like my email is Shannon at fansaves.com. Chris is Chris with a K at fansaves.com. Um, we're very like, we're, we're always very open to, to yeah. talking to people. I talk to some founders and they're like, I don't give my email address out. And I mean, maybe <laughs> we'll get to that point in our life one day, but at this point we're very open to building 
our network and building relationships. So I always tell people like I am all about giving before receiving. So if I can ever help anyone or Patrick, if I can help you in any way, like, please, please reach out because I love to help other people. Oh, that's fantastic. And that's the exact premise why, although we're both business, busy in business, why I wanted to have this conversation with you. In fact, it's the premise why I decided to do Empowered Podcasts. I've been thinking about it since 2014 when I exited one of my companies. It's just that the naming never came around. The strategy never came around. I just I had all these things to do. And, and that is it. It is about having empowered conversations with great people doing great things to help others. I love helping others. Uh, so I'm very excited and, and I just might, I'm going to think about how I can ask, but I won't ask often uh, because I don't like to manipulate people's uh, networks or skills and things like that. So there'll be a time that I think we're going to do something great. And uh, again, if I can help you out, please let me know. Folks, if you haven't figured this out, Fan Saves is helping the fans save. Come on, get, get real here. It's helping the associations and the brands they work with to actually put value to be able to track the ROI. So if you are using Fan Saves, People on the other end, the store owners, the managers, the teams, they know that you're valuing what they bring to the table. And Fansaves obviously knows this too, because they've got the metrics. So check out Fansaves, wherever you are, whatever sport you're doing, know that there's something with a little more value, a little value prop, a little ROI. And if they aren't doing Fansaves, they should be. Uh, remember, Shannon is a beast in business, and I'm so excited and happy to, to really call both these guys, Shannon and Chris, he's somewhere in the background somewhere, um, call them sports tech friends. We're going to get together in person. We're going to hit up Vegas and do it right with the Leafs, the, the Vegas Knights. Of course, that's one team I do like. I don't want to admit it too loudly. Yeah. Um, I really do like them a lot. I'm a big, big fan of theirs, but I can't say they're better than the Leafs because that would be dangerous in this house. <laughs> And I love the Raiders. So I look forward to the chance to be down there for that super weekend uh, with fan saves and having a lot of fun. And, and Shannon, from my heart, I really thank you. And I hope that we'll continue to do business and have ongoing conversations together. Thank you so much, Patrick. This was so much fun. And I really cannot wait till Vegas. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. We got to visualize and make it happen. All right, folks, that is it. That's Patrick McGuire with Empowered Podcast. I want to remind you to... Have an empowered day to visualize an attack like Shannon and Chris have done. Don't even think that you can't do it. If you got a good plan, just drive that offensive line all the way down the field, accomplish the goal at hand. And uh, I'm signing off just saying, be empowered. And check out empoweredpodcast.ca. You'll see more of these listed. This is a live stream on LinkedIn. The podcast will be released in a couple of weeks. So thank you very much, folks. Have an empowered day. Take care. Hey, sports fans, players, parents, coaches. There's only one thing to be said about youth amateur sports. That is, love your sports experience. RosterLogics is a sports management, registration, and payments platform developed by coaches and parents to increase trust, transparency, communications, and compliance so you can focus on what matters most and love your sports experience. If you want a better sports experience, check out rosterlogics.com with an X. That's R-O-S-T-E-R-L-O-G-I-X.com. Rosterlogics.com for a better sports experience. NFTs are hot. What's more exciting is where NFTs are going and what else they can do. NFTs don't have to be simple little JPEGs or digital images. Utility, my friends, that is the next big thing for NFTs and crypto. 
Meaning, what can you do with NFTs? What will they unlock for you? And what will they give you access to? Well, NFX company, the non-fungible experience company, is changing that. They are the future of NFTs by including experiences and collectibles for the NFX community. Discover the future of NFTs at nfxco.com. That's nfxco.com. Empowered. A Bluemex podcast is hosted by Patrick McGuire and does not constitute a recommendation for any organization, product, or service. Empowered podcast may be compensated by sponsors, products, or services in this show. For more empowered content, subscribe where you get your podcasts and visit bluemex.io to join us on Discord.